Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Episode 18, Matinee Edition. Oh my goodness. My goodness. It's that time. What time is it? Eating popcorn on Matinee Edition. Studio popcorn. It's all good. I eat some. Uh, this is another episode of Matinee Edition. <laughs> Real quick here, uh, another episode. <laughs> episode 18 of Matinee Edition. Kudos for being here. Woo. Uh, <laughs> you've made it, folks. You've made it to the prime time. Old Heart Radio's uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, so, you know, me and Lucas here. Hello. The soundboard's uh, making a triumphant return. Our, are, you know, racking our brains, doing things. We're talking about characters and characters. Nothing and, more fun. And uh, Nothing more fun than the no. escapism of the dreary reality we live in. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of true. Everybody's got their escape, though. I mean, it's kind of fun to just dig into movies. I'll as, always. As an escape, just because it really, at least it's creative. Let's get know. back to the root of the art form. <laughs> we don't need to talk about, like, things like drug use on this program. Yeah. Um, or the people that are doing a dollar a dab right outside my apartment. Oh, those dirty fuckers. Son of uh, a bitch. <laughs> either way, so, Matt Edition number 18. It's mostly, we were, when we were talking about it, like, just kind of prepping ourselves, we yeah. realized this is a very DC-heavy program, so I want to try, just switch it up real quick. Yeah. And just throw out a couple of quick Marvel things that I remember reading over the course of this week. Let's go. One, uh, I, uh, they're developing a Silver Surfer solo movie. I saw this. So super I'm... stoked about that because Silver Surfer is one of my all-time favorite Marvel characters. Definitely. My God. Like, if they could do, like, a really fun... And they've already proven that they could do some cool Cosmo stuff. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, just, like, a movie about the Surfer, like, just... Like on an adventure in the fucking cosmos. That's Amen. all we need out of a Silver Surfer movie. Don't even yeah. bring him to motherfucking Earth yet. Maybe what I would I'm what immediately so comes to mind for me is let's just say, like, fuck it, first movie, or like maybe the first half of the film. Do like a, I don't know, it's a bad example, but Captain Marvel. Oh, how dare you knock that glass on the counter and make a noise? The uh, <laughs> Dude, uh where he's the Herald of Galactus for like the first half of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like do something like something like that. Maybe could end with like the 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 him being banished to Earth, which is yeah, you know, part of a huge. Uh, I'm not super familiar with the Silver Surfer backstory. either. Than he was a Herald of Galactus, oh, yeah. and then he eventually became a good guy. Like I right now, I was actually thinking about doing an episode of Coffee and Contemplation on him. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm uh, reading the kind of just. Basically, like Silver Surfer, from 1980 to 1990 storylines. Why? They're really fucking cool. It's mostly cosmic adventures. You introduce a lot of characters like Drax the Destroyer and Adam Warlock. And oh like yeah, Adam. wasn't Drax has like a weird comic backstory, right? Kind of. I mean, he's he, yeah, he was like created uh, to like solely kill Thanos. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And he By like eternity looks, or something. Yeah, definitely looks different. In the yes. Doesn't he have sure, a too. rocket in his chest or something? Uh, it's like. <sighs> No, it's like it's like a. I mean, I can't remember. I can't fucking remember off the top of my head. It's been a while. Uh, he, I, I, the only thing that sticks out for me right now is his purple cloak. Oh yeah, I've seen and that. I, I'm really hoping that that pops in. That'd be in a great cameo. But anyway, like Silver Surfer movie. Yeah, I'd be so down with that. So Amen. down with that as a solo. And obviously Liam Neeson's been rumored to be Galactus, right? So yeah, there's that. 
That'd be fucking awesome. But I want to touch on something you mentioned uh, recently, which was the whole idea of like Shia LaBeouf being rumored to be cast as Moon Knight. Yes, which he was just on Hot Ones. Go and check that out. Yeah, it was a fucking great episode. Do you think? Do you think there's? A, there's? I haven't watched it yet. I, yeah. I love that show though. Season that's 10 like, premiere, they had Shia LaBeouf. That's such a good premiere character. Like, yeah. so, like, I think the year before, like the last one, it was Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah. They talk about that. That's dude, one of the questions. It's such a, if you think about it, it's actually a really cool motivational thing. Yeah. And he was, yeah. It's I'll like save a it. fucking weird thing. The though. explanation of those videos mm-hmm. and all those clips that he made that the do it meme came from. Yeah, yeah. Is very interesting. And he re- he's referring to internet culture's art. Ooh. And like making memes as art, and oh, that was very. the express intention of making those. He wanted people to meme it to shit, which yeah. is why he did it in front of a green screen. Exactly. I remember him talking about that before, like in whatever interview I heard him yeah. before. But it's like, yeah, it, it it was like a thing to literally just generate like memes, yeah, and like to, for other people to use, like for whatever. I didn't realize like he considers that kind of like an art form. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, he said it was it's the expression of yourself, the Ooh. dude. He's so Shia fucking LaBeouf. weird, which is why he'd be a great Moon Knight. Exactly. Well, <laughs> and you know, like he's like weirdly eccentric. Like no joke. Like, he okay, could definitely so, pull off the multiple personalities for sure. And like, like thinking about like something like the physicality of a role like that. Yeah. Like, I would love to see. He looks uh, fucking huge. He. I mean, he looks he like totally he's pulled up. He looks like he fucking if, hit puberty again. If they, if Marvel <laughs> could get Chris Pratt to, rap, to whip into shape, like whatever state Shia LaBeouf's in, they could get him to like watch do the watch that Hot Ones video. He's fucking jacked. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Though. Like, <laughs> that dude's always seemed to be like kind of taking like taking care of himself a little. Ever bit. since Sam Witwicky. <laughs> Sam Witwicky. 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 <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, so. I mean, I would be really excited about that person. Yeah. And Moon Knight in general would be a really fucking fun character just to, like, see what they do play it out. So yeah. I, I, and I, it's I, happening. Well, yeah. Which is, the, I think that that is just the most exciting thing. And that led me that led me to, like, the idea, I really hope that they involve those those characters that they're just bringing into series somehow into, into bigger pictures eventually. I wouldn't be surprised if the whole, like, Moon God has something to do with, like, the Panther God from Black Panther that'd be and, a like, really, the Ancestral Plane. That'd be a great a great way of bringing his yeah. canon, like, into, like, the bigger MCU. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised. Screen. Like, all these, I mean, I feel like it's a given with the Falcon and Winter Soldier show mm-hmm. is that these characters are going to come back onto... Kind of, like, bounce between the... Yeah. Especially with Disney Plus being so fucking cheap. Like, anybody that really gives a shit, yeah. which at this point... Think is a lot of people. Dude, they're gonna, gonna they're gonna to they're gonna pay it for it and watch. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good point though. I, I, with the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it kind of does. And, and I guess WandaVision. Yeah, they're two. And like yeah. with WandaVision directly, she's gonna be directly hopping from her show to Doctor Strange. Yeah. Damn. I didn't even think about that. Which they said in the press conference when they announced both those that those are gonna be inherently tied together. And that the events of WandaVision is going to spur the next season, the next, uh, the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. Dang. So yeah, yeah. It's, going, it's going down. It's exciting. Uh, okay, so do we do we have any more Marvel stuff here? I really don't think so. I, th- right. I, I just I didn't really focus heavily on Marvel. We got just a heavy week. DC week. Yeah. I want I want to quickly throw something out there that I thought was fucking crazy. What's that? So uh, there's an I I, forget, I just saw it. I don't know if it's a recent comic. It's from the Injustice Two run, okay. uh, issue yeah. thirty eight. It's right at the end of the comic. I guess at some point Zod killed one of uh, the Bat family. And it sounds like 
either Nathan Drake or the, the other one. I think it's Nathan Drake died. Okay. Um, and so Zod killed him, and it's like in the Fortress of Solitude, and Batman's in like his fucking mech suit, and oh, Zod's fucking everything up, and it looks like Kryptonite initially. Mm-hmm. Batman's, and so Zod like stutters back, and Batman's like, yeah, that gas is what you think it is, but there's also something else in there. You killed one of my boys. And you deserve to be afraid. That's kryptonite and fear toxin. Oh, shit. And the comic ends with a giant, like, scarecrow-looking Batman. And him saying, you deserve to be a- be afraid. Because I'm going to fuck you up. And that's the last page of the comic. Is Damn. Batman telling General Zod he's going to fuck him up. That's intense. I saw that. I was like, holy shit. Dude. What's going on in the Injustice storyline? Well, that is a good question. Let me just let's touch on that for a second. Because I have not actually read any of the Injustice series. I played the I've, games. I've literally just I kind of... Yeah, I, I played like one of the games. But I mostly played it for the multiplayer. Yeah. To be because honest. They're, they're made by the same people as Mortal Kombat. Totally. Uh, but... Um, uh, I mean, the the story, the comics really just took off. Like, yeah. they ran with that storyline. It is an intriguing storyline, to say the least. Well, I mean, you know, like, back in the day, they used to have all these different Elseworlds comics. Yeah. And this definitely is, like... This is, like, the mother it, of them. <laughs> it's the mother of all Elseworlds comics, because it just keeps going, apparently. Yeah. But also, it, I mean, it's completely flipped some of these characters. Like, Superman's... Yeah. Like, Wonder Woman's a villain. Yeah. It's, Batman ends up being the main hero of everything. Nathan, no, not Nathan Drake, the other Robin. Tim. Yeah, Tim. Tim, Tim Drake? Okay, let's get Tim, the, no, whatever. Who are we talking about? Tim Drake is was one Robin. Not Na- oh, I'm saying Nathan Drake. Son of a bitch. Nathan I'm talk- Drake's a different character. I'm talking about, yeah. Tim, is that what you said earlier? Tim Drake. Yeah, I said oh, Nathan shit. Drake. I just kind of heard Drake. I just, I, I, so uh, yeah, they're, I'm they're, talking about that fucking PlayStation game. <laughs> uh... We got, you know, Dick Grayson, Tim yes. Drake. Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson I just is the one that ended up signing with Superman. Damn. Yeah. That's a blow. Yeah. Uh, but and ended up becoming this, like, propaganda-based Batman. That's sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, and they hinted at that. So, like, in the Batman v. Superman movie, the, the, the dream, the out-of-nowhere dream sequence. Which it looks like they've all but dropped. <laughs> that was there. Allude, kind of alluded to that sort of, like, yeah. uh, world, you know? Yeah. Where Superman had flipped, and now he's, like, the ruling the world the with the authoritarian regime. Regime. Yeah. And it looks, everybody's like, it looks like Nazis with Superman's logo on their arm. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, you know, it, 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 like I said, it plays into the Injustice storyline, but... The Injustice storyline reminds me of, and this was like a fabled thing when I was a kid. So uh, uh, I don't know if this makes me sound bad or not. When I was when I was uh, <laughs> in high school, I, I got really fucking bored. And I don't know if it was like my my attention span or my focus or whatever. It was just that like I, I just got bored. So I'd like show up, do the tests, put in some of the work, and then I'd spend most of the time uh, researching. The, or looking up comic book storylines that I never had a chance to get my puzzle. Yeah. Which, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, everybody's got to do something. Yeah, I mean, amongst other things. But, like, um, there's this fabled storyline called... Oh, fuck, what was it? It was written by Alan Moore, and it was like it was called Twilight of the Superheroes. And I've heard of this. And the only thing that was released on it was this, like, this partial synopsis of what he had originally put together and it was based on like this opera twilight of like the gods or whatever yeah and the injustice storyline kind of reminds me of it in a little bit of way where it's like 
like the superheroes have basically taken like nobody gives a shit about human beings basically you're not focused on anything that's happening outside of like what's happening with the superheroes for the most part yeah and like they're divided into different houses in this in the Alan Moore storyline but in this in the Injustice storyline they're divided by like regimes they're divided by loyalties and like philosophy and, and all and that philosophies but you see a lot of like kind of like if I'm correct you see a lot of like uh, like the magic uh, yeah. Heroes all kind of like categorized together, and like yeah. you see, you know, Superman and Wonder Woman, all these powerhouses, yeah. uh, kind of like really split how you'd imagine them split. Yeah, like like I mean, the initial like it, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a lot from that for injustice. And that was my point. I feel like because they never committed to making that, it would have been this amazing bit, though. I yeah, imagine this amazing crossover. The fucking but yeah. I think they I feel like they've taken they, they took elements of that kind of thing yeah that would be I feel like if they made that in like a main continuity it mm-hmm. would fuck everything up well and that was the point I yeah. think well, it was Alan shake everything up it was like it was and they do that a lot now though yeah is, uh, is, you know both companies both Marvel and DC do these heavy big events yeah and they used to do them once a year maybe twice a year and now, now they're doing multiple of them we have like year. three of them in marvel going on right now yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's intense well and especially because like marvel they they divide them up so you have these like big like company-wide events yeah then you have these big events for like the x-men the big events for the fantastic four the big There's events the for, for the avengers and spider-man is yeah a, is a completely own category. which hey check out absolute carnage that shit is great right now Dude. Like the shit they're doing with like with Spider Man and like over the last handful of years even is just oh, fucking so ins- like they're the just, superior Spider Man run for a few years ago is fucking gold. They just burst open the doors of Spider Man's oh. universe and have like allowed so much to happen and so much growth to happen in terms of like his like backstory and lore and canon oh, yeah. and like just as a character and like the characters of things like Carnage have been developed Venom, Venom's comic run from like last year was supposedly really good Venom Venom I mean like was one of the first breakaway characters to become like like their own anti-hero and then more almost like popular enough to rival at times the original superhero yeah you know Venom like I mean I remember when the night like I remember as a kid the 90s store like animated show made Venom so cool. Yeah. Like, even this, like, weird... Like, I mean, he was, like, kind of creepy and everything, but it made him so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, that's... One of the brilliances you start seeing in actual movies, if we're, t- like, tying this back into movies, that you start seeing them develop more detailed uh, villains. Yeah. Um, with, like, Thanos, for instance. Like, oh, Thanos fuck, yeah. gave him the fucking depth that that character needed, yep. and they saw the payoff for it. Yeah. So we're going to start seeing that in not only Marvel movies, but DC movies, I think, because DC's taken a huge, like, I like towards it. I like the segue. And <laughs> they're, they're focusing on it. They've got yeah. Suicide Squad, which we've talked about. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, let's, let's go... Let's start off with Birds of Prey. And then there's Birds of Prey. Yeah. And Birds of Prey is... Because there's way less to talk about here. It's for still sure, like sure. it's still in it's like they're kind of just like creeping things out. There isn't really like, much to talk about, yeah. but there's still something here. So um, they just put out the poster this week, mm. and yeah, I, yeah, I, it, February seventh. Ah man, it, like 
not to like knock it already, but it did strike me as like a fan made poster when I first saw it. it. Looks, I was just sort of like, what the heck is this? It looks but, fucking weird. It I looks. Mean, <laughs> it displays. If I'm, I mean, most of the, if not all, of the main characters, I imagine. Though. Yeah, they're on. They're in front of Harley Quinn's face with wings on them. Do you know who's on? Like who's on it? Dude, like, in terms I, of the characters. The only ones that really stick out to me. There's a girl with a gun here. There's uh, even McGregor. Looking bit. like gay black mask. He's definitely going to be black mask. That's for sure. We know Which, that. Uh, what a, I'm so pleased that he's not wearing a black mask. I know. On the fucking the poster. Fuck? <laughs> watch him like watch him during the film or something get like some shrapnel to the face. Yeah. Like and, black mask does in the comics. And, and then, like, then he puts it over. Yeah. Like, he won't be. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll show the development of him. It's probably. like he if you zoom in on the poster it looks like he's wearing eyeliner. And I'm like, fuck, what a horrible, like, if we've ranted about this before, they really shouldn't make the first, like, they're beating Marvel to the punch on the first openly gay character. They are. And, or openly gay main character yeah, of a yeah. film, and they're making him a fucking bad guy. Yeah, it's a dicey move, but but Ewan McGregor himself, though, is such a fantastic and fun fucking actor and yeah. person to watch. That I think you'll kind of move past that in a way. Hopefully. You'll probably see, I'm hoping to see, out of his character, I'm hoping to see, like, a, a, a fun, kind of loud version of Black Mask. But yeah. at the same time, I want to see the brutality of Black yeah. Mask. I want to see the crime lord. Well, I mean, like, you know I, I mean, I so when I think like, of, like, I, I don't think of the loud Black Mask. Mm -hmm. I think that's why this throws me off as much. Mm -hmm. When I think of Black Mask, what comes to mind is, like, how he's like very mentally disturbed and how fucking menacing he is. Yeah. Like there was a storyline in the comics where he kidnapped homeless people and to satisfy his need for violence, he dressed them up as Batman and tortured them. Yeah, well, and that's, like, and that's I mean, like that's what I mean. Like with. But then I look at this poster, I see a dude wearing an all white suit and a floral button up underneath it. Yeah, and I'm like, this doesn't, doesn't like give he, me the same vibe. It doesn't look like he's, he likes to get his hands dirty. Yeah, definitely and that's, not. And that's he's also wearing gloves. See, and that's what I want to see from his fucking character. And so what, if we which, don't see that, it will be a disappointment. Exactly. That's for sure. I do have faith, like you said, in Ewan McGregor, though. That dude's a, he's this, this fucking act. He's a great fucking actor. This will probably be the, like, one of the only things you see him in, aside from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which was probably going to eat up the rest of his fucking time. Hey, dude, that... Uh, there's uh, the Doctor Sleep movie coming out oh my in a God. hot second. I yeah, I was I I am we'll talk about really that. Really looking forward to that. We're gonna movie. be doing we're gonna be doing in the month of October some sort of yeah. Halloween spooky films. Yeah, definitely like October. We're gonna set aside. I want to set aside most of the time for horror and spooky and yeah. sci-fi. We'll have to watch some movies because I'm not super familiar with that. Oh, but man. that's uh, we'll get we'll get to rainy day. I will probably be dropping money into my rental accounts. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. No, that's pretty much it with this. Yeah, I mean, um, we know that there's a handful of characters that are yeah, appearing me, in the movie, like Huntress, me, Black Canary. Yeah, I was going to say, it looked uh, like Black Canary was on there. And obviously Harley Quinn, which I, so, I doubled down on my statements. We man. got, like, yeah. Harley Quinn's going to be... Renee Montoya, Victor Zazes, and uh, Cassandra... <laughs> Victor Zaz. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and Cassandra Kane, who looks like she's a Batwoman. Yeah, so Cassandra Kane's Batgirl. Batgirl. Bat, okay. Bat, yeah, Cassandra Kane's a version of Batgirl, I believe. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. Um, uh, Renee Montoya is uh, the question. Well, she's yeah, she becomes the question, which mm -hmm. would be fucking awesome. I. What's love the deal the with that character? I'm not super familiar. Uh, with the it. question is like my favorite iteration of the question is Justice League Unlimited's version of him from the animated series, but. The question is a detective. 
like a faceless oh, yeah. detective. Like there's like it's like Rorschach. Kind of, <laughs> kind of. There's just no face. Like he just doesn't have a face, or she doesn't have a face. Uh, but like very conspiracy laden. Like is willing to to pull any string to kind of see how it unravels. Okay. You know? And and, and just that, sort of was like fuck it. There's something here. And in that way, it has some sort of really uncanny way of finding shit out being a, and turns out you know and is a really good detective the question is a very interesting character and I'm not doing the character very much justice by that description we'll have to but that 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 name itself indicates that they're looking to bring that character into some screen time yeah and hopefully it's not just like a side character you know yeah totally the um so I'm on that note that's pretty much all the birds of prey stuff that we know about Fair it is astonishing that a movie that it's like it is a DC film. They haven't been as critically acclaimed as Marvel, but it's coming out in February, and we've only seen like that screen test trailer and that poster. Yeah, which I guess the trailer, the actual trailer for it, aired exclusively in front of it chapter two. Oh fucking wild! So they just, but it Another hasn't been leaked at all. So yeah, yeah, I haven't seen yeah, and that's the uncanny thing at least. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. it really says how much people give a shit about this. <laughs> Well, I mean, or maybe they're just very fucking tight-lipped on it. Who knows, man? Maybe so, it's actually not there, and it's just, like, a lie that they were premiering it. Maybe it was only premiered on, like, a set of... They're, pay- they're giving everybody, like, five bucks to come in. Like, hey, there's not actually a Birds of Prey trailer. There's no Birds of Prey. Hey, here. Wink, wink, nod, nod, nudge, nudge. Um, so, um... Yeah, yeah, so, uh, one more though, note, though. Yeah, I yeah. think you brought this it. up really quick about the about Ewan McGregor's Black Mask, is that he could potentially be set up as a character to like almost be like kind of in that club scene uh like like jared leto's like original like like mm. a joker um i really yeah, yeah. I, I i mean it would make sense like if they were if they were gonna strive to like try to uh keep that vibe a little bit yeah i'm really hoping not though me me too but that was that that was sort of like the weirder parts of suicide squad it was but 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 the the whole like I don't know. There's a like the whole visual uh, look to some of these things that they've released kind of indicate that they're sort of keeping with that that tone. Yeah, a little bit. It looks like they're going for the more lighthearted tone yeah. that Suicide Squad was sort of pitched with. Yeah, but didn't really have. It had neon lights when it when it was in the trailer form, and then when the movie rolled out, it was like bullshit. This <laughs> is it was like it's like weirdly dark, which. It was dark, actually, and then they like took the ending from the the Tom Cruise's Mummy movie and I know. put it in there. Like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> the um, where Tom Cruise becomes a god at the end. What the fuck? <laughs> Scurries away. So actually, that's a perfect segue. Uh, quote from Jai Courtney in regards to the Suicide Squad. Very, very, um, very nice. Jai Courtney teases a totally different movie from the original. Um, here's the one problem I have with this. This is implying that there was a tonality to the first Suicide Squad film. <laughs> which I can personally <laughs> confirm there wasn't. There <laughs> wasn't, man. Like, that movie was hot garbage. It like, was, they... ble- it was, it was, I won't say, it's not bleak, because bleak is a tonality. There just yeah. wasn't anything going on. No, they tried to, they tried to make it Fun. They had like the cool classic rock going. But, yeah. But then I feel like they tried to make it dark also. Yeah. It's like um, who's the director of that? David Ayer. Yeah. yeah it, David Ayer yeah. directed it. Yeah. Which is like what that dude? I, I feel like most of his stuff is like weirdly garbage. No, I mean some some of it maybe, but I like mean he, he's done some. He's I don't know. I'd put him 
in like, like I'd, put them, I'd put him as like a, a B list version of uh, Christopher Nolan. Oh yeah, that's like a good I'd, way to put him as B list Christopher Nolan. Like he, he, um, d- like he he strives for those like big kind of tonal at, like movies where like there's 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 just I don't know kind of a grim layer to them. He did um. Way. He did make that movie. I think um, this is called Reality, but I'm not sure. Yeah, he made. I mean, <laughs> he made that movie End of Watch mm. in like I think 2012. I don't where know what was that? What was it? Was a found footage esque okay. movie where it was two cops driving around. One of them was um, he was just in Spider Man Home. Got my Spider Man Far From Home. Why am I forgetting? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and Mike Pena. Oh, Michael Pena. Dude, I love that guy. It's freaking great. They were two cops in LA, and it was a true story okay. about how one of them. They, the only figmented part was that one of them was like recording everything they were doing. He yeah. was like, "Just oh, I'm just recording stuff. I want to. We're having a good time together. We're partners on the job." And sort of how they like stumble cr- upon like something, okay. and, like a criminal enterprise. It's actually a great movie. Yeah, but it's great because of all the personal moments between them. Mm. It's not great because of the scope. And that's okay. the only good David Ayer movie I've and seen. And that's my point. That's why it makes him like an instant B-list version yeah. of Christopher Nolan. He has this giant scope in his movies most yeah. of the time, but he doesn't nail it. Yeah, like, exactly. Just, he's just missing Did you ever something. watch Bright on Netflix? Yeah, that was... Was that one of his? Oh, yeah. That was another movie, dude. I got... Uh, I, I saw... Was, I was stoked about that movie because it looked like it would, it would be like the opening for a really cool like, like universe. Sci-fi fantasy. But he described. I, he had an interview it where he was like, "Man, he was like, this is this is my Star Wars, you know." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't. Don't walk around with that out there, I'm man. Like, like, Mah, nope, dude, uh, that's a bad way to start your fr- like your hopeful franchise. Yeah, man. fuck. He, <laughs> what a dicey start to that. So but I mean, like, totally different. You said before we started here. That just sounds like it's gonna be fucking James Gunn directing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's and and that's why I wonder. Like, I've, I've, who have they brought on board to actually direct the movie? James Gunn is for sure on board writing the movie. Yeah. He's also. Well, no, he's he's directing. Is he actually? Directing? He is directing. Okay. I can't. I for a while I was reading. Like, that's why they reading, like he was writing it, but maybe directing it. That's why they um they that's why they delayed Guardians three. Guardians three was originally supposed to be a Phase okay. four film. So Dude. they delayed it by a couple years so he could direct Suicide Squad. Man, I wonder how the companies are juggling that. Like the once they once once, hopefully the success of Suicide Squad works. Once if James Gunn can pull off magic again, yeah, like like he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, then how will they juggle like the idea of like wanting to bounce this like prominent director has, from uh, these two major companies? Here's the jaded and cynical perspective. The best in in a perfect world they would just be like, oh yeah, but everybody gets what they want. But who has more, more disposable income, uh, Time Warner or Disney? That, I mean, that's a good question. It's probably going to be Disney. <laughs> it's going to be Disney. <laughs> and if Spider-Man's anything to reference, we know that disposable money is exactly what everybody gives a shit about, and it ruins the world. Uh, um, Fuck. So the, the, the next polar, the thing. polar ice caps are melting, and all the fucking and Spider-Man's on the MCU. Uh, <laughs> So the next easy thing I'm for sure wanted to touch on, I read that Joker, which I am, I, I like honestly, I've been I'm more stoked about the Joker movie than I have been about any of the DC movies, the big oh, DC dude, movies same. since The Dark Knight. Yeah, like like for sure. Uh, but it's proje- I, I read that it was projected to make basically make back its money. Uh, it's projected to hit like 88 million on its opening weekend. 
which the only reason I personally give a shit about that figure is because it will ensure the fran- like the success of hopefully smaller, more character driven yeah. movies. If like, it's gonna make its money back in the first you know weekend, I mean? then the, the rest of that's profit, which means that everybody's gonna fucking be happy with yeah. it. Yeah. And to be honest, it looks I mean just looks like it, everybody's hyped for it. It's it looks amazing, it looks dark, it looks fun. You know, it's a really sick sort of way. Yeah, well, we said that about Batman versus Superman. So let's not throw well, all our eggs of, in that that's, basket. That's kind of it, though. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be saying that right now. And then, yeah. like, in two, two years, you ever... I want to be like, where's the Snyder cut for Joker? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, where's the Scorsese cut? The Scorsese. <laughs> the, um... Dude, I heard he's getting a, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. The dude's a fucking absolutely. legend. Absolutely. Yeah, you want to talk like about living legends, man. Stan Lee was one before he passed. Martin Scorsese's one currently. Yeah, for sure. Uh, dude, Michael Bay. Fuck, dude, Michael. <laughs> oh, God, I hope that dude just, well, like, that dude just, what was it, um, just need to fall into a ditch the and one, not get up. The one <laughs> good, relatively recent Michael Bay movie, the one with The Rock, Anthony Mackie, and Marky Mark oh, in Miami. Um, Why am I forgetting the name of this? I, I thought it was entertaining. Weirdly, I talk, I've talked about this movie like a lot in the last like handful of months um, I can't remember it's like all about bodybuilding and like robbing a place though Yeah, I don't remember it off the top of my head either I saw a great um, breakdown of that film where it was them talking about the, the, the dude was talking about how this is like it looks like a like a, it looks as if it's psychoanalyzing Trump voters because all these guys are acting like they're owed something for being Americans, mm-hmm. and it was like five years before Donald Trump was elected. Well, I mean that's yeah. I mean that's a uh, it's a huge perception of Americans in general. We entitled. All, we all act entitled, and you can see it. You, you, you just really can't. I'm looking for it. I'm on a hunt. Um, I think we're both on our phones looking for this shit. I, I'm Where just looking. At the, I'm just looking at other things. Like uh, like did you ever catch that like short film Kung Fury? Yes. So they just announced that they're actually filming Kung Fury 2. Really? Yeah. What? And Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it as the president of the United States. No. Yes. Get the which fuck I out of here. The original, I haven't watched in the grip, but I believe the, the first Kung Fury kind of left off with that like sort of note of him being the president. Not like what? in a major way. I think it was just sort of like a fun thing that they tried to throw in. Did you ever see that in that movie the main theme or the the main musical theme was a um, it was a David Hasselhoff song that, that he made for awesome. it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that, that crowd that kickstart it got fucking huge. Um, uh, I also I also want to bring up one more thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rambo: Last Blood. Yeah, that just came that just came out. Right? So uh, yeah, I was thinking we could fill the last bit of the podcast with this sucker, dude. I remember the, I remember the Rambo movies from when I was a kid. But what, what what's the deal with the new movie? So it just got released. What's it called? The Last Blood. Yeah, Rambo: <laughs> Last Blood versus Rambo: First Blood yeah, and dude. whatever the second one was called. Definitely not, it was definitely not Second Blood, but I think like a Rambo Two of some sort. But hey, yeah, First Blood. Rambo still bloody. They drew First Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so, um, in, in what I've seen, number one, it's getting like four and a half stars out of ten consistently. And right. we're, we were talking about horror movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, number one, it's an hour and 20 minutes long. Whoa. That's a fucking short movie. Only Yeah, well, I mean, like, you don't want to try and make people sit through much longer than that <laughs> in a Rambo movie. I guess the last, like, 30 minutes of it mm-hmm. is, like, he has a ton of fucking tunnels under where he's living. 
and he has a ton of traps and it turns into like borderline slasher esque gore. Shit. <laughs> like, like it. Like all the reviews I've seen is like the last thirty minutes of this borderline devolves into horror film. Yeah. I mean, and <laughs> that's an interesting take on the fucking Rambo shit, yeah. dude. That's... Which so wasn't the first movie like this relatively like profound thing on like PTSD and he kind of. Like, I mean, home. that was one of the things that like that movie touched on like definitely it was to touch on the idea that like you know him as like i can't remember it's john rambo yeah something like uh, that it's rambo it, it was like you know he he had some fucking ptsd he had these really like he just had shit going on in his mind right yeah and the reason why he was just sort of a drifter was because of that yeah and the first movie he stumbles into an oregon town yeah and basically it's pushed over the edge like just mentally Mm-hmm. Right, and like he just, gets treated like shit because he looks he looks like I don't know homeless maybe or yeah. like you know just destitute a little bit, but he's a fucking war vet. Yeah, which also speaks to like how we've been treating our veterans for so fucking long that this movie was made in the eighties. Yeah, and it, it it was talking about how like trauma we treat and everything. Our vets, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and so it starts off in this kind of like really like it starts off in this not good place and it yeah. ends in an even worse place on the on because, the to- because, on the tonal because they just open the fucking doors for him to re- to make to paint the picture of like this is what like war does to a man yeah. <laughs> on the uh, on the tonal perspective you could say it's bleak unlike suicide squad definitely it's well, it has a tone there we go <laughs> there we uh, but, go but but no joke like first blood like it's it's very much kind of like a slasher movie yeah like, like it's gruesome he, he it's like it's like one if you would you consider like the pred the gore and predator to be like uh, what you'd see in a fucking horror movie? Definitely. Yeah. Do you? I think. So that's wh- what to expect from like maybe this last blood sequence. Yeah. It sounds so like. what I'd, um, I um, no the reviews getting ripped out, but pretty much <laughs> the the review that I watched, the dude was like the the red band trailer stuff for mm. this film was so gory that they had to blur it so they could get ad revenue on YouTube. So it's like people getting like stabbed and stepping on shit and then like the entire screen is just blurred. Damn. In the middle of this review and I'm like, holy fuck! That must be crazy! If it's that grotesque that a film that is very like concretely made up is getting ad revenue taken off of people's channels for reviewing it on YouTube, that's fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, Well, and that's like... I would I would expect nothing less from perhaps the from hopefully the, the final chapter in the Rambo storyline. Um, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Rambo First Blood. Oh my god. Rambo two. Rambo Last Blood. No, there's, Rambo there's even. A, there's a Rambo three. There's a Rambo three. Yeah, yeah there's a third Rambo. What the fuck? Uh, so back in the day, okay. Rambo Ram, Rambo Er. Rambo a, Rambo three. <laughs> back in the day, there's a series that we used to make. It was like a movie series called Hot Shots, right? There's actually two movies in the Hot Shots series. Uh, Hot Shots One and Hot Shots Part Two, and, <laughs> and with that intonation, yeah, and, uh, fantastic. And they they just made they made fun of action movies at the time. Awesome. And in the first, in the second uh, Hot Shots movie, the opening sequence, they make fun of Rambo Three, which is like, what's the deal? I, I Rambo Three. There's this whole like sequence where like they, this guy goes to like find Rambo, uh, <laughs> and he's been at this monastery. Where he's like, you know, kind of, or not really a monastery necessarily, but he's just basically just been like off the fucking grid, like hanging out with like, you know, just poor people. Yeah. And, but he also is in like an underground fighting ring. 
what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so like like there's a sequence where like him and his opponent get their hands wrapped right and they're they're getting this all this build up to fight and then they dip their hands in like tar or whatever yeah and then they dip their hands in like shards of glass and stuff and they're gonna battle and shit right and then this hot shots movie made fun of in the most brilliant way where like charlie sheen plays basically john rambo yeah uh he dips his hands in like hot and like uh like hot fudge and then dips his hands in like sprinkles and then dips his hands in like, <laughs> other like gummy bears and shit and then him and his like opponents start squaring up to fight it's <laughs> <laughs> like squishy and like, like i hope that like with like these like and sylvester stallone's movies lately like they've been weirdly popular reimagining like re are re, re like just addendums to his other franchises yeah. right i mean like um uh, or even just like paying homage to that yeah i i will i will say I fucking love the second Expendables movie. Those movies are, I mean... They're it, outlandishly fun they're, and stupid. And it, that's exactly what they were designed for. They're, yeah. That's exactly, like, what you can, 80s action movies the fucking, are for people. The fucking exactly second... The second <laughs> Expendables movie, the bad guy is played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Just, just Marinara. Mar- and his name is Villaine. <laughs> Which is something that I fucking love. And he also... He roundhouse kicks a knife into Liam Hemsworth's throat. Which is pretty I was like, I started that movie, impressive. I was like, oh, they're bringing in like some young talent, they're the new action stars, mm. and then they kill him. <laughs> and they fucking kill him. <laughs> and it's just back to fucking, um, who's the, he's a chemical engineer. Who? Uh, he was in, he was in Aquaman. Why am I forgetting? Oh. Ah. Chemical engineer in Aquaman. No, 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 not no, no. He's Dolph actually Lundgren. yeah, Dolph, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dolph. I was like, um, I must break you, <laughs> dude. But that's but that's if he dies, like, he like, dies. Like the Rocky, the the Apollo Creed movies that they've made. Yeah. in the Rocky movie universe, which well, you gotta uh, fucking watch Creed. Man. I do, but but they've been but they've been successful. Yeah, the Expendables movies have been successful to an extent in, in their the, own right. In their own right, the third one bombed, and but that was because of Mel Gibson. I, I, I mean, he, like, let's see, this isn't even the, the, he also did, Stallone also did a Rambo movie within, like, the last five years, I believe. Are so, you kidding so, Or not five, maybe, like, I'll, I'll, in, in recent in, memory. Yeah. It was, like, it was definitely, no. like, yeah, yeah, so it's definitely a there's different There's five one. Rambo movies? There's gotta be now. Wait, I'm yeah. looking this shit I know up. That there's, there's the original three, then there's, yeah, there's one that came out in, like, maybe 2000... God, sometime between, sometime when Barack Obama was president, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's now this one, and like that shit, like he's been he's been pulling off success with his fucking re like re his, what in the actual boots fuck? of his franchise. No, it's you're just, totally right. It, what what year was it? Um, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Holy shit! So first one, <laughs> yeah, I was right, Barack Obama. <laughs> 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 yes, dude. Dude, I could, <laughs> like the hypothetical thing is like. Guys, I remember when the MCU started. Don't remember the exact year, but Barack Obama was it was president. Back when Obama was in office, <laughs> we had the MCU. Um, okay, so First Blood, nineteen eighty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's six of them. What the fuck? There's six movies. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, the Detached Mission. So not Rambo. Titled. Then mm. I guess he made a cameo so in it because it's that. here under Rambo Films. Interesting. Um, Maybe it was like a Ram- sh- geez, wow. Rambo First Blood Part Two. That's it. That's what I was thinking of. What the fuck? Yes, there's First Blood and there's First Blood Part 2, which I thought was so fucking confusing as a kid. (laughs) 
Because uh, yes, I did just, watch these movies. Why don't you just call? Why don't you just call it Second Blood? <laughs> Might as well. The uh, Rambo Three, which isn't that the one where he has like C four on the end of a crossbow? Yes, that's <laughs> also the one that I was talking about. That they make fun oh, okay. of with the hand dipping. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, he becomes very quotes, famous. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> he becomes very, very uh, famous for his his bow and arrow use. Great throughout his tenor as Rambo. Ram- Rambo. Yeah, it's like bow with a W at the end. Bow. Bow. Rambo. And then there's okay, but there's so there's Rambo. And then, there's Rambo. And, then, and there's Rambo. Wait, what's he called? The fight continues. What the fuck? In 2008. That's then, the name of the movie from 2008? Yeah. The and then, Fight Continues. Subtitled, The Fight Continues. Bullshit. Um, and then Rambo Last Blood. Which is and the-, the cover photo for Rambo Last Blood, mm-hmm. you can like see the Botox flowing that they need to get Sylvester Stallone to be able to smile. Or Grimace in this Dude, case. how old is Stallone right now? I, I do remember like a year back, there was a fake news article. It's like, uh, Sylvester Stallone has died in his uh, in his home in Philadelphia. I remember that too. And he commented on it. He was like, good to see him. No, wait. No, that's bad term. Good to see him still alive. Stallone, for whatever age he is, he still looks like he'd kick my fucking ass. Like, <laughs> he, he's like a jacked old man. No joke, the first dude, thing like... that ca- The first thing that came up on Google was his age. Uh, 73. 73? He's two years older than Samuel Jackson. Fuck, dude. That Which, dude, I just... Yeah, uh, so the last thing I want to say about Stallone is that in congratulations for the release of Rambo... Last Blood. Yeah. I saw this Arnold Schwarzenegger little like clip on Instagram. You told you told me that there was something. You didn't and tell me what he was like had here. this like kind of this knife that Stallone Rambo was like one of the famous weapons he had was a fucking this like big like hunt, oh like, kind of like hunting yes, knife yes, yes. or whatever or combat knife and um, he had it framed. He had like short Schwarzenegger had it framed and like signed and everything. He was like hey, I just wanted to. <laughs> the Southern Southern like, Arnie Southern Arnie He's like He's like shouting about it. He's like Hey I just want to like Say like you know Like Congratulations to my friend Stallone, Sylvester Stallone On the release of this movie But You call this a knife And then he pulled up A southern knife He was like This is a knife It was like Bigger knife And he's like This is what we used On Predator <laughs> <laughs> And he just like Instantly one ups His fucking ass I love like, it But that's the nature of it Dude like I remember And like Action movies from the 80s and 90s are so inconsequential in it's the like, bigger scheme of everything who's, in life. Who's got the, but, big, who's got the bigger dick? <laughs> but, but Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone were arguably, like, I, I would have, like, more than seeing Batman and Superman fight in a movie, I would have loved to have seen them as a kid in, like, an action movie where they were pitted against each Good other God. in some way. Because they were, like, the staples for action movie. Action <laughs> movies, man. Like, I, did you, um... <laughs> So like in the Expendables, it's just like them throwing out the fucking lines. Yeah, I I'll be back. I need more ammo. That's it, dude. And they're like driving around a smart car, and Arnold tries to open up the door, and the door just goes flying off of it. It's like that sort of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Like they're just these beasts of men. Well, and that's and I love that they're all super old now, but mm-hmm. like most of them look like they could still kill you. And they all talk shit to each other. Yeah. I guess the funnest thing they're, they're all buddies thing about, They're all buddies and they, they're all big and beefy and they look like yeah. they kick your ass if you talk shit to them but they all talk shit to each other <laughs> and smoke cigars. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I say we wrap it up there. We yeah. just, I think, so kind wait, of I, I never threw out how much money it made. How much money did it make? So it's supposedly going to make $20 million within the first weekend but it made $1.3 in just opening night sales. Jeez. So just nine to midnight 
yesterday. Uh, Day of recording today is the uh, the twentieth of uh, September. Again, like kudos to Stallone. Like, for some reason, he keeps like he keeps bringing in some sort of appeal to it. Right. Nothing like nothing like a four out of ten movie going in and making fucking money. There it is. Get man. on I mean, him. It's like Hobbs Somebody, and Shaw, you know. <laughs> I think Hobbs and Shaw's not a four out of ten movie. It's probably like a like six now. Oh, perfectly average in about every way, in my opinion. Maybe. I mean, like, I definitely loved the movie. Anyway, we don't. It hops. There, without without Stallone's diehard influence throughout the uh, the '80s and '90s action movie scene, and we wouldn't have Hobbs and Shaw movies anyway. So yeah. They're all they're all entangled next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. But like I said, either way. I say we wrap it up. This has been Amen. which episode? Episode 18 of Matinee 18 Edition. Yeah, we're getting close to that. The, the big 2-0. Yeah. Soon we're going to be... Oh, we are... Uh, we're legal now. <laughs> we'll be able to buy beer before you know it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Either way, go out there and uh, do whatever you got to do. Do your stuff. And always remember, uh, drink water. <laughs>